Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another podcast. Uh, if you hear a little bit of a background noise, I am actually headed to LA. I'm recording this directly from my phone. That's the nice thing about uh, Anchor. You can do it directly from your phone. I promise you that was not an ad for Anchor, but it is convenient that I can spend the four and a half hours uh, recording a portion or a podcast. Um, I've actually really enjoyed podcasts versus YouTube because it's less editing. Um, it's less, yeah, I I can get, cause there's a lot of things that I have learned along the way in my journey of weight loss that I want to try to convey because everybody's journey, every, excuse me, everybody's story is different. And so one thing may relate with somebody and it may not, you know, relate with somebody else, but getting as much of the journey out there, but also the experiences, you know, really this particular episode is going to be about an interaction I had with a company, uh, not say the company that I'm going down to LA to, uh, to do, um, this program with, but another company right before it. And it was almost like when one door closes, another one opens. And that's exactly what happened with this. And, um, I guess I'll rewind a little bit. So I stepped away from Instagram for, I'm not sure how long it was, but when I stepped away, I deleted everything that I had, I deleted, um, any kind of, um, followers. So I wanted to prevent anyone from messaging or commenting and it being left either unread or it being left uncommented back because I'm the kind of person that says, you know what, if you're going to take the time to leave me a comment, I'm going to do what I can within reasonable amount of time to comment back, answer, acknowledge, um, you know, do something. It's, it's not a space where I'm just putting up information and walking away from it. I like to actively involve, uh, with, um, you know, a variety of lives on the journey. It actually helps me because I get to see other folks on their journey and how they interact and deal with the variety of challenges in life. And from that, I'm able to kind of grab from that and learn from that myself. And that's really been a lot of what my journey is, is learning from, the mistakes of others, um, the uh, successes of others, and what others have gone through to kind of try to help my journey. And, and I always encourage everyone to do that. And so I stepped away for a little bit. I deleted everything. And uh, when I came back, immediately when I came back, I had a message. And this was a message, and I want to throw a shout out to Frank, uh, Frank the Tank. If you're listening this to Frank, if you're listening to this, you are a big inspiration for me, my friend. So wanted to say thanks to Frank. He referred a company and I, I am full transparency. If the company, the YouTube channel hears it, then I'm just speaking truth. I'm not trying to hide or be fictitious about anything. I'm going to tell you exactly how it is because, well, that's just how it is. So I had a YouTube channel, Brand New Me. And they've actually reached out to a couple different influencers on Instagram and have done a feature on them to where they actually go and send a cameraman. They give you compensation for your time and they interview you about your journey because your journey is an inspiration. So I had not only Frank, a good friend from Instagram, send over a referral from you know somebody that was looking for information on my journey, but also I think I had a producer, executive producer, somebody reach out saying, Hey, we saw your story. We find you inspirational in your journey of overcoming. We'd love to have you on brand new me. And so I'm 
excited. They, then they're throwing out the information ahead of time. Hey, we've got X amount of subscribers. You know, we've got X amount of views on these. You know, this is going to be exposure. Any conversation I've had with either a newspaper, magazine, whatever it is, oftentimes the conversation starts with, this is our reach and this is who we can impact. And I guess that's a, I guess a pause of credibility saying, hey, this is what we have and this is what we represent and this is what supports us. And so you should do this with us because of this. And for me, I've had a podcast with two listeners reach out and I've been happily just excited to do it, just sharing my journey, not a pre-qualification of, oh, you have 20 million subscribers, okay, I'll share my journey with you. For the most part, if time allows, and there have been other folks that have reached out wanting to do a podcast, and time-wise, it hasn't worked out, um, and so it's, for time purposes, it hasn't worked out, but for the most part, doesn't matter the size, I'm willing to do it. So this company reached out, I said, wow, this is a great opportunity, this would be awesome to get my message out, Uh, This would be awesome to talk about my journey and potentially reach anybody else that was on the journey or is on the journey like I was. And so it went from Instagram DM to email. And so now we're emailing back and forth and they want to start with, okay, can you tell us a little bit about your journey? And I I completely understand that. A couple different uh, magazines have seen my journey. They've commented on my journey. They know what I've gone through, but they just want a hey, let's hear it from you straight up. What's your journey about? I say my journey exactly how I've typed it out, repeated, and sent it to a couple other different places that, you know, I started the journey in 2016 at the recommendation of my doctor. um, I had the gastric bypass surgery. And for me, the gastric bypass wasn't something that I elected to do because I walked into a clinic and I walked the easy way out, but I did it because my doctor gave me a very stern and strong warning of, hey, we've tried X, Y, and Z at this point because of X, Y, and Z medical um, concern and condition, the surgery is the way you're gonna need to go. So medically, I needed to get the surgery. Now, across the board, anyone who gets the surgery, for the most part, it should be medically necessary. It it shouldn't be an elective or, hey, I'm gonna walk into a clinic and get it because it's major surgery. There are complications, there are things that can go wrong. I have friends uh, that have had uh, problems. They've had serious complications years out from this surgery. And so it's a major surgery. It's not something that should be treated as elective or you're gonna just walk into a clinic and just get. It's something that is medically necessary as prescribed and spoken to by a doctor. And so I say my spiel, I say what you know my journey was, I very much in that conversation convey, I am not where I am today because of the surgery. And so I I need that to be clear because if anybody looks at my journey, if you share my journey on YouTube or wherever you're going to share it, I don't want anybody at any time to think, hey, he had the surgery and look what he looks like. I want the surgery because I want to look like that. That would be the worst thing because you can't get to where I am today. I struggled probably for a couple years at this statement because it sounds so, I I know how it comes across, you can't get to where I am with the surgery. It sounds, I don't know, for me it sounds very haughty and I, I, is haughty a word? Haughty with a body. Um, It it sounds very kind of, I don't know, uppity up. I, I, 
I want to avoid that. I, I want to avoid the, like, well, I got to where I am. Like, the fact that I got to where I am, above anything else, I'm grateful. Because I'm able to do things, like get on my knee and pick up a choopy, which my daughter dropped on the ground, and pick it up, and actually do a lunge while I'm holding her to pick it up. I'm grateful for silly things like that, where I could only roll on the ground when I was 500 pounds before. And so, I convey as much as possible, you can't get where I am today. The 12% body fats, the this, the that, you can't get there with the surgery. So I need to make sure that you know that I started with this, but it's not the reason why I've been able to maintain for five years. And I, I send information, I'm, I'm replying via the email, and then immediately I get an email back. Oh, you had the weight loss surgery? Sorry, we can't do stories on the weight loss surgery. Was it medically necessary? <laughs> and if you are connected with me on TikTok, you probably have seen my response to this email that um, I laughed on it, or I got a, what was it? Uh, I, I forgot the word that I used in TikTok, and someone could probably remind me, but um, petty, I think it is. There it is. I, I was getting petty with actually showing the email itself because it bothered me so much that my journey up until you found out that I had weight loss surgery was inspirational. Meaning the messages, the videos that I've put together, the before and afters, the captions, uh, how I've shared my journey and how I've tried to encapsulate the mental health breakthroughs that I've gone through. All of a sudden, now, it's not inspirational or worth sharing with anybody to try to help them on their journey. I just, I sat there just bewildered. And so I messaged him back. Um, I, I had the surgery at the recommendation of my doctor. You can't get where, to, uh, where I am today with the surgery. And it pretty much just stopped there. Like the, the email stopped. It, it just got cold. <clears throat> and that was it. So no filming location. No, uh, hey, we're going to compensate you for your time. Nothing. And me, myself, how much of a diminishment is that on someone's journey? Now, I can take this with a grain of salt because I've had this happen to me before. I kind of walk around with the X on my back versus, uh, I mean, you'll look at Instagram profiles, uh, lost 100 pounds naturally. You see the word natural everywhere um, just because it's a touting of I did it without surgery and do you, boo-boo. I am good with you doing it naturally. If you can avoid surgery, I'm actually really grateful and happy that you can. Uh, if it's medically necessary, then that's a different conversation. And to think that somehow, some way that you've cheated or taken the easy way out because of surgery is just the X that I wear. There's always a asterisk or there's always a pause when it's, oh, how did you lose the weight? Uh, well, I dealt with the food addiction, the food dependency. I attacked the mental health barriers that led me and crippled me with binge eating. I mean, I could talk about that for days, but immediately, oh, you didn't have any kind of surgery? I don't know how many times I've heard that. And yeah, I had the gastric bypass in 2016. And then enter in the phrase that I hear every time. Oh, <laughs> what's, what, oh, what, what do you mean by, oh? Oh, that's the reason. Uh, no, but uh, that's how I started. And so that's the stigma. That's the, for anyone listening that's had the surgery, unfortunately, if you do a good job at hiding the fact that you had surgery, you might be able to get away with that, oh. But if you have put it out there that you've had the surgery, just be prepared to know that there is an X on your back, that no matter how or what or 
whoever your journey comes across to go anywhere with, there's always going to be an O. That was me taking a drink of water. That was me. (laughs) I was trying to build up the suspense of the O. Oh! So, that door closed. I got petty, put something on TikTok, and did what I did. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, uh, oh, okay, I I guess my journey isn't going to help anybody. That's great. I I brushed it off and moved on. And shortly afterwards, the reason why I'm driving to LA, a company reached out. And mind you, I'm still in the mindset of what they just said. Uh, I'm still 534 pounds mentally sometimes. And I have this company reach out, but they come across as a message request. Uh, If you have a professional account, if you have some sort of verified account, some sort of account on Instagram that has some sort of like creator professional tool to it, you know that not every message comes to your primary, that you get message requests or you get people that may or may not be legit. I have legit folks that come through the message requests quite often I've uh, connected with them and, and I've got great friends through initial message requests, but I've also got a lot of spam. I, I don't know how many times I've had Instagram say that I'm at a copyright violation and that they're going to delete my account. They've been sending me that DM for about six months from about 600 different, account, different accounts. Obviously, it's someone creating a spam account sending that out, but I received this from a message request and I'm skeptical. Hey, we've seen your uh, journey. We've seen what you've been able to do, and we like the message that you've uh, conveyed. We love to talk to you about a partnership and, and becoming an athlete. And again, 534 pound, still mentally dusty, is like, okay, that's funny. Yes, let's have a conversation about me being an athlete, guys. Come on, let's do it. And then I'm coming off the conversation of, oh, um, yeah, you had the surgery. Oh, there's the O again. So. <clears throat> I agreed. I, I messaged him back. Hey, this uh, looks great. Your um, your program, what you set up, what you put together, the platform that you have, it's amazing. The people that you've already worked with, uh, Olympic athletes, uh, American Ninja Warrior, I mean, notoriety people that you've worked with, you've, you obviously have credibility. In my mind is... You probably said, is there, I'm looking up another Dusty on Instagram. Is there, did you send this to the, so I just was like, let's roll with it. Let's just roll. Um, they ended up wanting to set up a zoom meeting and I got a zoom meeting with uh, a couple of guys. And you know, if they're listening to this and and eventually get to this point, guys, hello. Um, (laughs) but we're setting up a meeting and it's legitimate. Like it's not, Oh, we made a mistake by messaging you. We legitimately want to work with you and make you an athlete of our platform. And man, I and I said this on the last podcast, I really sold myself short. Like, um, are you like are you sure? Like, to be honest, guys, I'm the 534-pound guy. So this whole fitness thing, athlete thing, this does not make any sense at all. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm winging it. Anything you see on Instagram is me winging it. And if I've been if I've been able to put something together that's credible and good, then that's simply me winging it. And I had a lot of questions. I was very confused on the initial one. And I actually reached out to the CEO after that call and I had a list of questions. I had an email full of questions. If 
I, I can't even, yeah, I had a lot of questions. So I had a separate conversation away from that initial Zoom call with the co-founders, the investors, everything in between with, hey, I've got a lot of questions because, I mean, I'm, are you sure? I mean, I'm, I know I do workouts. I know I got before and afters. I know I've got a home gym and, and I, my motto is find a way, but I just don't, I don't see it. And I asked them straight up. I said, you've got plenty of weight loss influencers on Instagram. You've got plenty of people that you can speak to, talk to, partner with. Why in the world, and and numbers wise, I'm looking at all the folks that are connected to their app and they're talking about six digit uh, verified influencers, athletes, Olympic, all these people in between that are verified and and like, guys, I'm not like, I have 60,000 followers, which is amazing. Awesome. I thought I was going to get 2000 and I was happy with 2000, but the fact that it's gotten to where it's gotten and I'm verified, man, like, whoa, I'm grateful, but like, I'm not at the notoriety. Why me? And at the end of the day, it was because straight up and down my winging it was enough for them to see that what I'm sharing isn't for the, and I think one of the co-founders was, you know, we can have some girl in a bikini post a diet plan and it not be relatable with anybody in the weight loss space. But you, we bring you on as an athlete, you actually know what it's like to struggle with obesity your entire life, which is true. I was born 11 pounds, something else's. I understand how big that is now that I've just had a daughter that's three months old that she got to the weight that I was born at months in to her being born. So I understand that I was a big baby and I've been big my whole life. And so me coming to terms with the fact that I have a voice in this space of weight loss motivation. My, my position, my voice, my space in this is the fact that I've been there. And it's not to speak against anyone that uh, was born skinny, born with abs, born a personal trainer, born in the fitness community. But there's a lot of folks out there that just want to know that it's possible coming from a position of where I was at. And they want to know that it's possible to overcome the goal of getting to your goal weight without being born at your goal weight. And again, this isn't shade on if you're born at your goal weight. I'm kind of upset at you, at your metabolism and the fact that you can eat anything and not gain any weight, but that's regardless of the fact of where we're going with this conversation. But um, it just I, I was 534 pounds and I've dealt with being in the 300, the 400s, the, the 500. I've dealt with being on the fluctuations of yo-yos. I've done all that, seen all that, been through all that. And so my journey has been the learning process of getting to where I am today and the pitfalls, the ups and the downs and everything in between. So accepting that I have a, a voice in that, a voice in this space is still something I'm coming to terms with, but it's also something that I'm growing to accept and that I realistically can help somebody. If it's one, great. If it's 10, fantastic. If it's more than that, I'm even more grateful. But you know, when I'm recording this podcast, um, this morning when I opened up Instagram, someone sent a message and put a message and said, I woke up this morning and I said the words find a way and it got me through my day. Like if that doesn't motivate somebody, I mean that, if that doesn't make all the work 
worth it and the sharing and this is everything in between I, I just it extremely motivates me and it, it makes me uh, realize that I do have a voice in this space um, but what I, I want to make sure that I do is I don't get used to being where I am now and that I don't ever forget what it took to get here who I was before and what I struggled with to get to where I am today. You know, when we go back to the brand new me uh, article or the brand new me conversation with them, um, their conversation with me was, hey, this is uh, your journey. We're we're, we're seeing that it's inspiring. Tell us more about it. Hey, a weight loss surgery rode me off immediately because it was weight loss surgery. But really the journey of where I am today is about everything in between where I started and where I am now. The in-between is what truly has defined my story because I have started any number of ways. If you say that the weight loss surgery is the easy way out, it's to say that everyone that gets the weight loss surgery is successful. And it's not. Just like everyone that does the ketogenic diet, not everyone is successful. Not everyone is successful on their particular start. The success point really comes to the in-between. What do you do when it's boring? What do you do during a stall or a plateau? What do you do when it, it doesn't make sense why the scale is doing what it does? What do you do during that time? That's the def- definition of success. That is truly the, the defining, am I going to make it? Are you willing to push through that, be patient through that, and be consistent. That's the true measure of success on this journey. And uh, I guess kind of the best way, and I'll, I'll end with this. I'm not sure how long this is going. I'm um, a couple hours in, 21 minutes. I've got a whole bunch of couple hours. But you know what I need? I need someone to chat with. Like, I, I wish my wife was going with me, and um, I'll be transparent. I, uh, it's very difficult to leave a three-month-old, uh, especially a new father, Who's a three? Who's got a three-month-old? I, I would say more, even more. I can't even use even more. I can't even explain to you how difficult this is compared to anything else in life to leave my baby girl. I understand that this is for a purpose and that this might be able to uh, provide for her in the future. But it, man, it's rough. It's straight. I haven't been gone this long from her, and um, that's a heavy, heavy weight to to carry with me. Um, And, you know, I've seen videos, I've seen pictures, but still, like, it's it's rough, but it's for a purpose. And um, the reason I say that is the difficulties that I face now and the difficulties that I'm encountering now are... The difficulties that I face now, I'm able to face and work through because of what I've been through. So I'm not going to conquer level 20 unless I get through levels one through 19. Might not make too much sense to too many people, but roll with me here. Uh, Like each level gets you a little bit more experience to prepare you for the next. And as you increasingly increase in skill or experience, you get better. You're not going to, you know, come in with, um, you know, a level seven 
skill set experience, you've got to get through levels one through six. Again, I know it's not making sense. I'm really bad at analogy sometimes, um, just being honest. But like what what I'm facing now, I've been prepared for for this moment. So I'm able to get through what I'm getting through. And in our journeys, we go through obstacles, we go through difficulties, we go through what we're going through because it's preparing us for what is to come and the battles and the things that we're going to fight that are to come. I was thinking about this analogy and hopefully this analogy is a little bit better than the, uh, the last couple ones. But when you go like, think about somebody in the military, when you go into boot camp, you go into boot camp once. You don't go into boot camp a couple times. You go into boot camp once. The reason why you go into boot camp once is you go through it, you get through it, you learn from it, and it prepares you for what else is to come. Whether you're going on the battlefield, whether you're, you're serving um, you know, on domestic soil, foreign soil, wherever you're going to serve, you go through boot camp and you get through and you complete boot camp to get ready for it. Now, you're not going to do one or two days of boot camp and expect to move on and prepare for what's to come. No, you're going to have to get through boot camp in its entirety in order to prepare you for whatever's to come. The weight loss journey is boot camp. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, it's rough. It's something we've never experienced before and it's something that we're encountering that's foreign and we want to quit, we want to throw in the towel, but it has to be completed. It has to be completed in its entirety for you to truly reach a moment of sustainability and maintenance on the journey. So for you to be able to sustain your weight loss, to maintain your weight loss, you've got to get through the boot camp of everything that you need to address, talk through, work through, battle through in order to prepare you for the sustainability portion because there, there at some point has to come, there has to, um, there's got to be a pivot point at some point. And what I mean by pivot point is whether you're doing the Whole30, the Weight Watchers, Keto, Atkins, Carnivore, whatever you're going to do, you can start your journey with a diet, you can start your journey with a program, whatever it is, you can start your journey, but there has to be a pivot point to where you're in a lifestyle that whatever you're doing is something that you can do day in and day out. And a lot of folks that I was uh, coaching and that I was doing accountability coaching with that were on the ketogenic diet had a very big struggle with, I've lost good weight, I've lost a lot of weight on keto, but I can't do this long term. And so they struggle with doing it long term and they struggle with the pivot point because now they're incorporating fruits and vegetables and things that they normally have, but now they're seeing a lack of sustainability because they're so used to one way of doing things that when you pivot and start incorporating fruits and vegetables, it's now extremely difficult to stay consistent and stay the course. And so that pivot point is tough. That pivot point is really kind of the determining factor on whether you're going to last and be successful in this journey. Well, just like boot camp, there's going to be a pivot point where you actually graduate and you actually complete boot camp and you're ready to be sustainable. The, the journey that we're on, it's boot camp. It's, it's going to be rough. You're going to have to wake up early. You're going to have to do things that you're not expecting. It's going to be a shock, but you have to get through it. You've got to go through it to prepare for what's to come. If I experienced what I'm experienced, experiencing right now, one year into my journey, 
I would have binged and fallen off straight up. I wouldn't be dusty today if I didn't go through what I've gone through and have struggled overcoming it. Now, I think sometimes we think of um, an event, an issue, something that we're facing as like a singular overcome moment, which is not. I mean, we'll take body dysmorphia. You're not going to just overnight wake up and, hey, I don't have body dysmorphia anymore. No, it's a process. It's a process of speaking positively over yourself and how you look. It's um, seeing yourself and slowly seeing yourself the way you're intended to be seen and not negatively like our perception sometimes does to ourselves. That's a process. It's not a moment, but it's a process. And all of us are processing constantly different things in our journey to get to where we can be sustainable and maintain the weight loss. And so that's where I convey the journey now that if I heard the things that I did from brand new me, if I had um, gone through what I had recently been gone through early on in my journey, I wouldn't be here today. So it's an encouragement that you can't expect what's to come. You can't predict what's to come, but you've got to be okay with the process of things. You've got to be okay with going through the process and being patient, being consistent, being, being okay with being bored. Like big thing about this journey it's so boring sometimes. Like it's just a snooze fest on waking up, eat the same thing, uh, work out the same place. I'm, I'm, to be, I'm getting tired of the garage. I can't wait for my gyms to open because I've got the same weights, the same machine, the same everything. And the gym has a variety of machines, a variety of things that I can go to. And so it just becomes easier because there's such a variety. I can mix it up. I won't get complacent or bored. I am complacent and bored in my gym, uh, my garage. There we go, my garage gym. I'm just bored and complacent. So I um, I find myself here now um, driving to LA to be considered an athlete for a platform. And it, it, I'm going to show up. Guys, are you sure? All right, here I am in person. Are you sure? Wait, I already signed something. So you're stuck now. No. I, I show up. Um, this is like I, I had to make sure that it was a Zoom call so they could see me. But I'm sure they could see me. I mean, I'm sharing before and afters, videos and everything in between on Instagram. So they know it's me. Um, but it's just it, it's a crazy story on how one door closes and another door opens. And um, it's an encouragement, hopefully, that along your journey... There are things that are going to really kick you in the face and are going to highlight the asterisk of, oh, oh, you had the surgery. But then you're going to have, uh, and I don't even think I mentioned this, that when I had a Zoom call with the, the new company, the company that I'm, the platform that I'm working with to be uh, an athlete, my first sentence was, you guys know I had the surgery, right? I mean, you guys know, like, you guys are good with that? Like, you know, people are going to think that the surgery got me to where I am today. And they were good with it. They were good with the fact that they've seen my journey and what I've conveyed, the message that I've shared, where I've come from, what I'm doing, how I'm sharing, and the message that I'm trying to put across. They've seen that and want to work with that. And that's why I'm like, I am going to bat for this. Like, I've 
looked into, vouched, and dove into this company in every way possible, probably more ways than I'm willing to admit on how much I wanted to find out about this company, who runs it, what's it all about, but also if I'm going to partner with the company, is the message that I'm already trying to come across on Instagram and TikTok or wherever my message is, is my message going to be altered in any way where it really doesn't convey how I truly feel? And that was a big holdup for me. And that, that is something that I feel so good about. That is something that I feel so reassured about that the reason why I got this company's attention, this platform's attention, is because of how I share and what I'm conveying and how honest I am about the real struggles of this journey. Because if somebody ever conveys to you that once they get down to their goal weight, it is all roses, peaches, and mangoes. Oh, I forgot mangoes, dude. Um, got sidetracked there. What was I saying? Uh, yes. Um, if anyone... Yeah, there we go. Uh, if anyone ever tells you that after you lose the weight, get down to your goal weight, that everything is roses, it absolutely isn't. Especially for anybody, I'll, I'll say this, and it could be in the 300s, but I'll just say safely in the 400s. No one's going to say it's roses after coming from the 400s. Because one thing you're going to have to deal with is loose skin. Something that you probably aren't prepared for and what it's going to look like. But yeah, there's going to be a lot of skin. If you're coming from the 400s, there's going to be a lot of skin. You might be able to get, uh, stay safe in the threes and the twos. But if you're above the 400s, there's going to be loose skin straight up. And unless you get surgery to remove it, it's going to either get in the way or it's going to be something you notice every single day. So my message of the reality of this journey is what I've been all about. And that's something I really feel good about and that I will be able to convey that and put something together that helps in the way I know it helps. I, I, again, it's like a disclaimer that I have to put. It's not to say that someone that was born skinny, born a trainer, born with abs, doesn't understand. But if I'm sharing a message and I'm sharing something that I've personally gone through and tried to overcome as somebody that was 500, 400, 300 pounds, I know it's going to resonate with somebody that was where I was because those are true, real feelings of of hurt, of, of pain, of dysmorphia, of um, distortion, uh, whatever you know word we want to put there, I'm conveying what is just straight up real for me. And so uh, I'm excited about what's to come. I, I don't know what to expect, but I'm willing to be open to whatever could be potentially whatever could be. Hopefully that makes sense. Because if I somehow, some way can speak to somebody who thinks it's impossible and they find it possible because of someone that came from where they were at, it's worth it. I mean, I, I respect the grind, the hustle of David Goggins. That guy is a master beast of all mastery. But you're, I mean, you don't have a lick of body fat on you and you've worked for that. You are extremely athletic and can run 1,600 marathons in two weeks, whatever your great accomplishment is. But it's hard for you to understand what someone who was 300 pounds 
400 pounds. Yeah, you can have empathy. I can empathize with how you feel because I can understand maybe how it's difficult. But then there's a difference of, no, I can truly understand because I was there. Like, yeah, I couldn't tie my shoes. Yeah, I got stared at when I walked into a room. Yep, a little girl uh, tugged on her mom's shoulder saying, wow, look how fat he is, mom. Yeah, I was laughed at on the way home from school. I had uh, people uh, scream out of car windows, uh, lose weight, fat boy. Um, I was ostracized and uh, pinned into a corner uh, into a particular special group because of my weights. I've been dealing with weight my whole life. I, I get it. I understand. And so a message that I speak is from I understand. Not that I can empathize. Oh, I can, I can, I guess I can understand. No, I know what you're feeling. And this is how I overcame. And it may be how you could overcome, but maybe this can give you a little tidbit on how you are going to position yourself to overcome. That's my space. That's my position. That's my I don't know how to say it. That's that's my space in this motivation weight loss. In the weight loss motivation space, this is the position that I can take. Of I've been there. I know what it's like. And um, I've been working to overcome. I'm continuing to work to overcome. And I'm going to convey a message of hope to try to help somebody overcome. That's it. That's all. Dusty, find a way. That's it, that's all. Yeah, really, truly, that's it, that's all. Um, I think for longer podcasts, anything over 30 or 45 minutes, to be honest, I'm not sure how long this podcast is. I'm going to find out right now. About 40 minutes. Um, I think something longer would probably have to be a conversation with my wife or somebody else. I'm sure you don't want to hear me for 40 minutes. Um, So I think a future podcast or the next one is uh, likely going to be with my wife. But I'm going to start having people on more. I want to have more people on the uh, on the podcast to understand a variety of things. But I, I was passionate about this before, and I'm still passionate about it now. But I want to talk about more of the well. How did you get up to that top weight, and what was not clicking sooner to do what you did in overcoming? And then have a conversation with those that maybe have been fit their whole life or only put on a couple pounds, 10, 20, 30 pounds, and how they're feeling versus, say, experiencing somebody who has lost a larger amount of weight. So there's a lot of conversations to be had, and that's what kind of this podcast will be. I'll share as much information about my journey as possible. I'll share life um, as me and my wife are experiencing it with a newborn. She, you know, she's three months old, and you know, I've been able to try to get back in the swing of things, but I'm not where I was, uh, and I'm trying to find that. My wife is still trying to find her way in all this because, you know, with her work, her coming home to spend time with uh, Presley and trying to balance everything that we've got going on with working out too, it's, just, it's really difficult. So as we navigate through all that stuff, we're going to share and and, um, and be as transparent as we can. So um, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Um, I'm going to make sure to mention this at every end of the podcast because it's not something that is ever expected, but it's something that I'm so grateful for that those who have decided to say, you know what, I want to support you on a monthly basis of 99 cents, 499, 999, whatever it is. I think those are like the tiers. We've got folks that are 
contributing to this podcast and separately above anything else, I want to say thank you. I know that you don't have to do that, um, but you see something of value in what myself, you know, what I'm able to put together or what my wife um, conveys and uh, you're investing or helping us out. So I just want to say thank you separately for that before this podcast ends. And um, that's it. That's all. I will see you on the, uh, the next podcast. Take care of yourself.